This episode of Bonfire Side Chat is brought to you by one, our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv and join the fun. Kick us a couple bucks. Two, my book, Souls of Darkness. Go to duckfeed.tv forward slash souls of darkness to find out more. It is on Kickstarter. Um, any support you can provide is appreciated. And if you cannot provide any support, thank you for listening. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. Many monarchs have come and gone. One drowned in poison, another succumbed to flame. Still another slumbers in the realm of ice. Not one of them stood here. As you do now. You, conqueror of adversities. It was your answer. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. You know, listening to Bonfireside Chat, it is a cursed favorite. Yes, and this week we are continuing our discussion of Dark Souls 2 Scholar of the First Sin, the HD remake slash reshuffling of uh, Dark Souls 2, uh, continuing our kind of weirdly appropriate time warp. <laughs> yeah, this fast forward version of season two mm-hmm. or season four of, uh, of Bonfireside. Season three? Season three of bon- season four of Bonfireside. <laughs> season six? Season, season six. Season six. Gary. season season two pick a number go Se- with it season season one gary uh it, it, it is season four okay. of uh bonfire side chat um so yeah and we're on <laughs> what's five. happening yeah no i just i just stumbled okay. i forgot about uh demon souls oh yeah like a lot like a lot of those caches out there <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh that's miyazaki's true genius yeah exactly miyazaki, he didn't miyazaki even touch this game back. um yeah so the uh Last time we went uh, through the beginning up to Drenglake Castle, a couple of the changes, and we're going to hit Drenglake until the end game here, where I think a lot of the strongest changes are. Yeah. Um, let's start here with uh, Drenglake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, you get here uh, just like normal. You go through the crossroads in the shaded woods, and uh, a couple of things have changed even in the run up. You may have seen this back when you were doing the first approach to the shaded woods, but uh, things make just a little bit more sense, right? Uh, the, 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 the shades are still there. You have some more falcons. And most of all, the, uh, the, the, <laughs> The flexible sentry is no longer there. Yeah, because he guards prisons. Yes, he does not guard castles. Yeah, he, he specifically guards prisons. And like, mm-hmm. yes, he probably works for, for Vendrick, mm-hmm. but uh, he has enough guards to guard him. Um, so instead, yeah, instead there's a phantom mm-hmm. there. Um, so it, it's it's less of a mini boss. They kind of do some more mini boss stuff a little bit later yeah. in this and adds uh, some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, the big kind of thing here is that... Um, they really added that. So there are more statues yeah. in the the game. And if you don't have the, uh, the King's ring, they come to life. Right. Um, and which is really cool. Yeah. And, and like, it definitely provides a little bit more evidence for kind of what feels like the most correct interpretation of this last leg of the, of the game, you know, from drain Lake on, which is Vendrick is trying to keep, um, Nishandra out. He is making this retreat and like leaving everything behind him. And but, and that's what I really love about um, having these statues here at the King King's Ring, because when you get to uh, Dragon Lake and we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit later, but um, you can still go up and talk to Nishandra. Mm-hmm. She's still there. But I love this idea of her being trapped in the throne room. Mm-hmm. 
Like she can't leave because these things will come to life. And then once you get the King's ring um, and <laughs> could theoretically have gotten through here, like that does something mm-hmm. that allows her to get out and make her way down to the, uh, the basement. Yeah. And eventually fight you. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, the, like the, 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 these statues, they're placed in such, w- in such a way uh, most of the time uh, that if you are playing this, like it is the original vanilla version of dark souls two, uh, they can sneak up on you from plain sight. As they yeah. as they come to life, and especially with kind of some of the uh, the, the the more scarce lighting, yeah, that that that, that, that makes it a little bit uh, more difficult as well. Yeah, and you can um, you can actually go if something is going to come to life, um, you can attack it before it does. Yes, um, which is really handy. So yeah. if you if you have the durability to spare, you can run around tapping statues, <laughs> um, check them out. Um, it's the King's Ring thing is interesting because I I never actually experienced that. I just read about it because I never came back here right. after getting the King's Ring. Yeah. Um, you could if you want to, if you're going to do the because um, I uh, spoiler, I didn't do the um, the Pilgrims of Dark mm-hmm. Covenant for the second run through of uh, the game. I dipped into it. It's not different. I don't. Yeah, I read online. It didn't seem like it was different. So I didn't feel bad about it. But that would be yeah. a good reason to, to get through here with the, the King's Ring. Mm hmm. Um, yeah. as a thing and so i'm kind of happy that it, this is mostly just you know the, the 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 realm down here right like even even like the undead crypt there's really no statue that you have to run by if you're you know making the run back to vendrick to kill him after you get all the giant souls right mm-hmm. so it's it's good that this was not more of a thing because you would run into a bit of a safety bit problem yeah, where um, you just had to change out your equipment, which is already what the King's Ring is. Yeah, you just have it more often. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, just like, just like more pervasive. It's like, well, okay, here's a trade off you need to make: you either give up a ring slot, or you fight more enemies. Yeah, and now you just have to like just the inconvenience of changing out your ring when you go through the door. Yeah, um, a lot of like kind of dead ends here are no longer dead ends. Mm-hmm. Um, that like really conspicuous empty room to the left now <laughs> has a, a sublime bone dust in it. Yep, and it's guarded by a cyan knight, so uh, his man cave now has a. Uh, has some sweet, sweet moss growing on the side yep. in the form yep. of uh, in the in the form of the remains of a saint. So cool. Yeah, which which makes tons of sense. Mm-hmm. I really like that the um even the, the rooms with statues, even if there aren't more enemies, they're just more statues. <laughs> and it's just more striking. Like when I first went into that room where you have to um there's the giant at the end, yeah. um, right after the first bonfire, and there are, you know, twice as many statues in the room. <laughs> um I, you know, I if I were a hyperbolic internet man, I'd be like, I totally shit my pants. Um, <laughs> I didn't shit my pants. I just thought like, oh, no, I'm going to have to fight all these guys. I totally shit my pants. I should see a doctor. It's happening <laughs> yeah, more like, often lately. Yeah. I can't control myself when I see video game enemies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, you, know, you don't have to fight them all. It's not actually harder. Like, no. This level is interesting because it's just visually cooler, um, but not actually harder. Right. Um, it just looks neater. And there's actually, it's, I guess it's actually easier um probably most of the changes yeah um why is there a dark stalker down by grandall ah because he's a dark <laughs> lord he's a dark lurker i suppose guy. i assume that's that's what it is but those, those guys are... ne- don't ever have anything to do with the dark yeah um, that, yeah. just like 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 those guys they, they they only show up in uh in in the in the wharf and aren't they implied to be transformed pyromancers yeah something like that yeah um they, uh, I just assumed that um, it was there as like a gotcha thing, as a gameplay oh, yeah. thing more than a story yeah. thing. Um, and it's one of the <laughs> rare things they did entirely for gameplay. Yeah. Um, you know, additive. So things. So it just surprised me when I went down there. Yeah. Uh, the poison mask room. I remember we were mm-hmm. kind of guessing at what the purpose of that was. Like, why is there just this bottleneck where masks are shooting poison at you? Uh, mm-hmm. Now it is a very elaborate ch- uh, chest trap. Yeah. 
which which makes more sense. Like <laughs> you can almost see that as being like an error when they first made it. Yeah. You know, like that that could have just been the way it was meant to be and somebody <laughs> forgot to carry a one or something. <laughs> I know how programming works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> carry the one. Yeah. Well, you know, I know how programming works. There's two kinds of people: those who carry the one, those who carry the zero. Yeah, exactly. Somebody, somebody didn't uh, do this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the actually the biggest change um, in the area, I think, is after uh, Double D, you fight the Double <laughs> Dragon Riders, and you had to make that way around where the um, the uh, you you know, trick the giant into turning the screw mm-hmm. that you go to the King's ring. And that little run is really different mm-hmm. uh, between there um, in ways that are not exclusively, again, not exclusively harder, mm-hmm. um, just more interesting. Yeah. So let's talk about that because you just like, after you activate the, uh, the, the, the elevator, that's really all you have to do. You can die and then just run and kind of skip this, skip this whole side of it. Um, mm-hmm. They make act- activating the elevator harder because um, there are no enemies that animate in that room. Like there are a bunch of statues, but you have to lure some people in, which doesn't end up being too hard because, boom, there are some mannequins here now. Yeah. Which yeah, there's just, some people on call from, from Earth and Pete. Yeah, which like wrecked my shit. Like yeah. I, I, I've, I would never have thought that like the mannequins would give me as much trouble as they did. Mannequins are, I've always thought mannequins were hard huh. and that's like, they, they've done something, they've buffed them in some way, which made the, you know, that's part of the reason why I thought earth and peak was a lot harder mm-hmm. on we were there. And it remained hard even yeah. when I got here. Um, you know, so you, you get him to do that thing and there are also desert sorcerers is there, <laughs> um, which I don't know why, you know, they're there either. Yeah. Again, it just feels like it's adding some variety. Um, by far the coolest thing is instead of in that gigantic hallway, instead of it being covered by a lawn knights, because like adding desert sorceress things, you know, like that's frustrating. <laughs> um, but the Alon knights felt because that's like a so Earth and Peak is related to the Iron Keep. Yeah. And you get this sense that like um, that either came before or it was or not that it came before that it, that was a kingdom that Vendrick had a relationship with, mm-hmm. um, you know, because of the his salamander basement yeah. and the like. Um, so having a lawn knights there felt somehow worse than just having a couple of mannequins here because mm-hmm. um, they're like the symbol of that. Instead, though, you get a really interesting mini boss, which is the executioner's chariot <laughs> without the uh, without the driver. Yeah. Down here, which is a huge surprise. Yeah. Uh, like, I didn't know what to make of that. Like, so what they're doing is replacing like the like to the two mastodon knights here, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, 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 the the primal knights. And you're pretty much left alone to fight this because there are some cyan knights up uh, up waiting in the wings if you go up there to go after those mimics. But um, I, I, like, I didn't know what to make of it at all. Like, this was I, one of the most surprising changes in the game for me, actually. I got, I, I, yeah, I thought it was surprising too. The only thing I got from it was this idea that like, um, out of all these kings, Vendrick is the only one that's still around. Mm-hmm. So he was victorious and in some way, shape or form, like has dominion mm-hmm. over some of these other enemies. So you get a little bit of a grab bag yeah. from the other areas. And I could see it's, him staying away from Seldora because that's fucking Spider-Town. <laughs> it's, and a, it's like a different version of Aldia, actually. Like yeah. one, one of them is one of them is gathering them out of out of curiosity and the other one is gathering them out of authority. Yeah, authority and just like pulling out all the stops. Yeah. Because Nishandra cannot get through this. <laughs> Calling in some vassals. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Yeah. So, um, well, okay. So I forget what the purpose, the, 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 uh, the whole, um, kind of undead arena there off of the Huntsman's Cops, I forget the name of it, but where the, but where the original, um, uh, purgatory. Yeah. Undead purgatory. undead purgatory. Um, the purpose of that, I mean, that just feeds into the, to, to the whole, uh, um, we're hunting undead and the cops, right? Yeah. That was, that was, uh, the old Iron King's 
torture undead, like torturing the undead chamber. Yeah, just like perpetually until until they turn into skeletons. Yeah, yeah. and then torturing them further. <laughs> um, okay, he's the worst. Um, <laughs> so, but again, he nobody knows his name. We have to go back in time to actually meet him. Like, yeah, you know, he's he's super dead. <laughs> um, they do add some some uh, uh, Alon knights yeah. here. Um, but then they also another mini boss, which was another big surprise. <laughs> yeah. The bell gargoyle well, up on the parapet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a bell gar- bar- gargoyle. He's pulling out all the stops mm-hmm. for the castle. Like he has, he's gathered, you know, a representative for most areas, <laughs> most of the spokes. Yeah. Um, except for, uh, I guess there's nobody from, uh, black gulch in there, but from the, the, the two kind of kingdoms yeah. that he has there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we always, you know, we kind of theorize that the best deal was his anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, that that kind of that spoke was was part of of his his country. Yeah, or that so. he had like uh, like appropriated it. Yeah, for 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 his yeah. own purpose if it existed there before. I think what, what was it like? Lindell used to be there, or was that a mono? Yeah, something. Um, like... No, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't Lindell. Lindell like was one of the areas that got uh, there. It's lore expanded mm-hmm. um, in the uh, the patch version. Oh yeah, and we learned more about Lindell. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it is far away hmm. and full of shitheads. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um hmm. and that is that is pretty much it for this area. Like the um the mirror knight or the looking glass knight is relatively unchanged. Um yeah. aside from uh what is it? You can you can bring Benhart in here. Uh and then there's also somebody else you can bring too. Another new summon who I yeah. can't remember who it is. Um the Shrine of Amana, <laughs> which is the next area, which is just tweaked. Yes. Right? Like this is not that different. It's just additional enemies placed in different ways to make this a little bit tougher um, and a couple of them that are vendrick yeah. standbys yeah so um, uh, like a lot of the new ones that they added like there's a there's a dragon rider down here now um mm-hmm. where you know they're, they're putting this out there and again it's just the idea that this is the trail that he walked and this is the trail that he doesn't want anybody else to walk yeah and that's the that goes to the the throne or whatever where he, you can get his his soul after you uh mm-hmm. right that's that's where the dragon rider is yeah i believe yeah so it's guarding that up. Um, they make a big change um, by adding the uh, the clerics uh, <laughs> at different areas, specifically the second half of this level. Yeah, like the one that like everybody had problems with anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like once you get through that first area and get to that, that bonfire, um, you get to uh, the area where um, Peculiar uh, Kundular, Kundular invades, mm-hmm. and his spacing is different. So he doesn't <laughs> invade until later, which prohibits you from running through um, the level and the area where that used to just be full of um, the waterlogged hollows now is full of more sorceresses and more clerics <laughs> in addition. So that's like a very hard area now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And really, uh, really like the, even more so than in the previous area, like the, like the, 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 the very difficult run up, they, the, the, they are covering each other and like, this just becomes like you get caught up in the crossfire. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like a like a board game. <laughs> yeah, so that is that is pretty difficult, and it makes those uh, like uh, like the wing blade down there tougher to get to. Like just in general, um, they, they 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 push the throttle right up until the very end, which is still the very easy um, uh, demon of song. Yes, but yeah, that's not a big deal. There's the, there, there's a summon here actually who can make this uh, the, the side of it a little bit easier. Again, yeah. those uh, um, those uh, summons that are being placed for the area, not necessarily the boss. Exactly. Like, and I mentioned this in the last episode, but rather than being uh, 
Felicia the Brave, mm -hmm. who is not that useful, it is an archer, mm -hmm. which is what you want in the Shrine of Amana. Yeah. And he'll he'll TCB for you. Yeah. Um, but this area is not that changed um, other than that. Mm -hmm. mentioned. It still makes um, archers of us all. <laughs> exactly. Um, you get through here, and I actually couldn't get into this next area on either of my playthroughs. I didn't get the key or do the requirement to get to the shrine that gives you back uh, your humanity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't get in there. What um, I can't remember what it was. What I was missing to get in there, but I, I couldn't get in there before we recorded. It's you have to be uh, you have to be human or hollow. It's one or the other. Yeah, I must I must have been human because I tried to play human as much as I could mm -hmm. um, during this this playthrough. Yeah, to get invaded and, and to summon mm -hmm. frequently. Um, so I couldn't actually get in there. So if there are changes back there. I missed them. No, there are there are just uh, some desert sorceresses. Mm. Uh, so the, the, those pyromancers um, back there with the uh, the shrine that turns a human uh, and the milfinito. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the undead crypt is very different. Oh, also there are basilisks um, oh, outside yeah. of the outside of the uh, uh, rise of the dead as well. You're right. Yep. And, Which uh, is the area outside that, mm -hmm. that temple. Yeah. But yeah, the undead crypt. Holy shit. Yeah. This is this this is really great. I really like this area more than I did before, and I feel like there's a gameplay mechanic that they haven't done in another Souls game that they add just through like balance stuff. <laughs> um, so like it is. Uh, this is more intensely guarded. Mm -hmm. um, and it's right, you know, that's, it's just that way right from the top. Like mm -hmm. as, as soon as you go into that first room, um, with the, uh, the, the sorceress is that mm -hmm. kind of like shooter room. Like it looks like you walk <laughs> into a cover base shooter. Yeah. Um, arena or arena. There are the, uh, the knights with the giant shields <laughs> now there. And you have to deal with more of those guys. Yeah. Which is strange because those are supposed to be like named NPCs. Like they're not part of an order like that. That gear is named after specific people from, uh, from the empire. Right. Yeah. So it's the Imperial set. Yeah. I thought it was, um, it was two guys who inspired it. Uh, like yeah. that because there's two of them, but they only mentioned one guy. Mm. I want to say, and each shield has a different name, but you always ran into at least two of them. Yeah. So I don't know what the story was with those guys, mm -hmm. uh, lore wise, but they're, you know, they're punished for their shitty idea <laughs> by having to guard the script was the idea, but there's a bunch of like weird little details. So like in the very first room, the hollow that has the torch is not aggressive. <laughs> um, so you can actually have him be your torch bearer. Uh, except if you want to, if you yeah, want to get him into the, the rest of the crypt, you have to aggro Agdane and his grave wardens. Whoops. Which is, yeah. Which has always been a thing, mm -hmm. but it's the light thing has more of a threat now because mm -hmm. If you go down to that little lantern that you could light, and previously it just made this really awe-inspiring thing where those giant statues uh, <laughs> light up. Now that spawns a bunch of black phantoms. Yes. Um, yeah. So previously you could buy the insulin set from uh, for, 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 from Agdain, right? That, that That is the set of armor from these clerics who, you know, sought to defile the crypt in order to, uh, kind of, you know, kind of learn more about the undead curse or what have you. And uh, they were turned into kind of the thralls to to guard this but those characters that sect never showed up here um no yeah they were just a reference yes equipment so now these are phantoms who invade and you know it's not just that their bodies are here to you know like guard you like with their hollow purpose right no this is their this is their eternal spirit being enslaved across worlds to to you know to guard this place against the light that they sought to bring to it um, and that like even that even manifests in they use lightning lightning magic and hex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I like how you it sounded like you said the insulin set <laughs> as opposed to the insulin set. Like me and Nick Lauber, <laughs> part of the insulin set. The um, 
Yeah, but I love that. Is it, it ends up being unless you're farming for that equipment, there's less reason to turn on that light. Mm-hmm. Which before I kind of liked it as just this like very pretty thing you could do mm-hmm. um, before. But I mean, it does make things easier to see yeah. and easier to get around. Um, but it, now it's like there's a consequence to it. It's similar yeah. to the other torches. It's like and someone will find you yeah. soon. And you get a preview of that too. The instead of having a, a cyanide on that on that little bridge leading over to the undead ditch, there's uh there's now a um a, a lantern with or a sconce or whatever with a with a messenger or a, or a developer warning, uh saying yeah. like hey don't do it or don't you dare or what have yeah. you. So it's kind of cool that they that they give you like a, a a make this area harder lever kind of like shows up in Aldia, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the actual, so in the areas that are uh, the, the kind of low-lying areas full of tombstones are very different now um, because there are always those um, those kind of mausoleums or bigger tombstones that would summon the, the Lady uh, Pyromancers mm-hmm. uh, whenever there was a bell. Yeah, but you could destroy um, those. You could destroy those and you still can. But they're positioned in weird ways now close to bells. Mm-hmm. So, like, making your way through here, you have to be really aware of your your arc <laughs> of your weapon. Yeah. Um, which I thought was really cool. Like, I need to destroy this, but I need to make sure I'm not going to hit this this bell. I need to make sure no skeletons or zombies <laughs> around here get to a bell <laughs> while I'm here. And the bell is really makes a lot of sense because before it was an alarm, but now there are alarms everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like the the idea of these these hollows where it's like, hey, if any shit goes down, ring this bell and you get back up. <laughs> yeah. And and they're just, you know, furiously pushing the button under the register. <laughs> like, oh shit, the chosen undead's here. Um, you know, so I really like this. Like mm-hmm. I really like the way this articulates now. Yeah. Um it's it's you can't make it through without destroying tombstones. Like it is is just <laughs> it tombstones is... upon tombstones on the ground. Yeah, like it it is but to gut tombstones. <laughs> yeah, I dig it. Like and I liked uh having to like I ended up switching my weapon at a certain point because my big weapon would have hit a bell mm-hmm. in order to destroy the uh, the Lydia Pyromancer tombstones. And on the other side of that, I had a lance, and you would think that would have been ideal, but like that is so hard to to to, to make attack what you want it want it to attack mm. if you can't lock on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So very, I, I like this a lot though, and mm-hmm. it's something that like the be careful where you attack mm-hmm. isn't a, a souls thing, right? That I've seen before. Like you have to attack certain things, but you need to actually be very aware of your weapon set. And your moveset to get through this. And it was like, oh, they used like just existing assets and this remix to actually introduce a new level concept <laughs> for the game, which is really cool. Like I really I was pretty impressed with that. Yeah. Um, the changes even go into the into the main hallway, too, because, you know, like they, they they are designing this again to trip up people who have uh, people who know the tricks of the game. Right. So you have the one bell hollow underneath the stairs. You go and get them and then you think, la da da, I'm going to run down. the. Nope, there's another bell. They're actually yeah. three and they're going to stagger. So you have to wait for all three of them to come. Yeah, <laughs> that is such yeah. a good like troll. Like, I can't think of another word for it. And it's, it's so much harder to just run past these. Mm hmm. Um, than it used to be like, uh, the, the fact that there is like, um, there are more enemies here. Um, there is a, uh, an actual dragon rider guarding, yes. uh, you know, Velstat and Vendrick now. So it's no longer, I thought it was easier to run past all this stuff too, because everything will run toward you and you can kind of like bait them out and then kind of get, get in behind them. Whereas before you had those cyan knights that were in kind of the, the guard pose, it would never, mm-hmm. would never leave. So you had to deal with everybody, um, in order to deal with those guys and actually get past them because otherwise they were just going to make a wall with their shields. Mm-hmm. 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 So pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Yeah. Um, 
Velstat. The bosses are not that different. Yeah, no, yeah Velstat and uh, and King Vendrick are uh, uh, no different, um, except for Vendrick. You know, if you have the Ashen Mistheart from later, you can go in and get his dialogue and kind of get the get the quest lines that lead into the the, the DLC. Yeah, and there's an additional summon here as well, other than Agdane. I can't mm-hmm. remember who it is though. Yeah. Um, so if you want to, you can grab somebody else. Um, on to Aldia's Keep, which is also very different. <laughs> um, and the thing I like about Aldia's Keep is it is less. It is like a really like combat, almost combat optional area now. Yeah. Other than a little bit at the uh, at the end and the beginning, mm-hmm. um, which is which is really cool. Like it is, uh, like I always love this area because it's a like a mad scientist lab, <laughs> and they've underlined that like crazy. Yeah. Um, and with the changes to the rest of the world, there's a little bit more weight and import. And it's like Aldia's relationship to Drain Lake has kind of reversed, right? Yeah. So previously, you know, like Aldia did it, right? Um, there, there, there would just be weird stuff that had something to do with Aldia out there in the world. Those things are gone. And in fact, the increased variety of stuff that you find here in the in the exhibits kind of says paints a more accurate picture about what he would have been doing, which is he's gathering this stuff. And and kind of studying it, not that all this stuff had escaped from him. Yeah, he's been he's uh, uh, he's collecting subjects mm-hmm. for research, which is what we knew he was doing. Mm-hmm. But now it looks like that. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, which is which is super cool. Like I, you know, I really dig that. Like um, you, you make your way up. It's it's more. It's we talked about this last time, I believe, um, with the kobolds and the ogre yeah. um, to get the red eye ring. Mm-hmm. Um, you make your way in there, and you make your way past the kobolds in the yard, um, and now there are really no enemies other than a couple of the uh the dragon acolytes that come out of paintings mm-hmm. that you have to run into yeah uh the like the mirror D D party is still there but there's a summon uh that you can yeah. use to, to, to help deal with them yeah and that's and again the mirror D party if you want like yeah. you have to go to those mirrors and opt in um there are torches now everywhere <laughs> um and if you uh light all of them um they each summon a forlorn and that's how you get the aldia key to get into his like secret workshop <laughs> Oh, um, yep and uh so the the dragon doesn't animate upon entry now yeah, like, well, yeah. That, it actually happens once you have kind of banished all of these forlorns i don't think that there's any story reason for the forlorns to be linked to this dragon no it's just it's the it's the the dog mirror thing in the in resident evil remake yeah you know it's just <laughs> this thing you're expecting a jump scare you're expecting it and it's <laughs> getting tension from not having it yeah um but i love like my biggest like one of my favorite changes in the remake at all um, is the idea of this half human, half dragon creature, <laughs> as opposed to there just being a bunch of them. There's just one now. Yep. Like it's in a cave and that is, that's the prototype for the Emerald Herald. <laughs> that's him trying to mix dragon and human DNA yep. to make somebody immune to the curse. There's just one <laughs> and it's there and it makes sense. Like he has it in a cage because he's been experimenting on it. Yep. Um, that's so good. <laughs> like that, that's such a better use of this thing. You don't have to fight this thing. It doesn't like inside once you do all of the forlorns and go into a secret workshop there's just a lever that like you should only pull if you want to fight things because <laughs> it just opens all of his cages was that there in the original version of the game i don't like i don't know because <laughs> in the original version i aggroed the monsters okay to get them out yeah. i never got there and not had them out i always fought mm-hmm. all the, the monsters yeah um and i just did it by shooting them with an arrow and they bust out of the cage now they don't bust out uh-huh um, yeah. So and there's more variety too. You have you have mimics that are up there, and also mimics in the uh, in in the in the workshop. Uh, there's a bell gargoyle. Yeah, that's what he's got which, in the cage instead of a giant uh, like acid uh, beetle. Yeah. Yeah, instead of a scarab. It's like you're yeah. made of stone, dog. <laughs> Just burst out yeah. of there. <laughs> Come on. Um, 
say it's a serious cage. But like you get this idea of like just all and man, if I was a mad scientist, like I would experiment with mimics. <laughs> like what would you want other than a mimic? Like that's fascinating ecology. Yep. Um, I'm gonna look up the Dragon Magazine, like the ecology of the mimic, entry, <laughs> like right after we're done recording this. So good. that's gonna be good. Um, I love mimics. I, that's one of my most depressing like omissions from Bloodborne. Oh yeah. Like there's no equivalent to that. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I I love a mimic. You would think there were that there would be more uh, more trapped chess in Bloodborne actually because of the because of the steampunk thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. That's just that they don't care. Not the case. That's not well. It's it's because there's not as much treasure, so you can't right. have as many mimics when you only have five weapons in the whole game. <laughs> True. Um, it makes it makes less sense to have uh, have mimics. Yeah. Um, um, but so I, I the, missed them. The reason that I asked about that lever is I was like, "Ooh, a lever! I don't remember this being here." And I and I pulled it, and then immediately the again, like with the undead crypt, it, there is just a make this level harder button. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the reason why you do it. I had the same experience. I couldn't remember it either. Um, but I wasn't totally sure it wasn't there. Like I said, I just didn't have the, uh, the monsters mm-hmm. out there. Um, the, uh, the reason why you'd want to make it harder is because you want to get the ogre to come down and bust open that wall, which you can still do in order to get the malformed skull or what have you, mm-hmm. um, from there. But that's how you do it. So, right. yeah. Um, so that's, <clears throat> that's really the, it for this area, but it feels very different. Yeah. Um, like being in the workshop, being in the secret area is so hard to get into now. And it's got a lot more treasure in there. Um, all of which are mimics and stuff like it just feels like more of a secret area. This was the, this was the place where I died to a mimic because I, mm-hmm. I, I stupidly attacked it from the front and got cocky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is where I opened up a mimic and got, got eaten by it. So, yeah. Oh, oh additionally, um, I, I, you so say you tried a new build for this, right? You were power yeah. stancing. Um, yep. I ended up re-rolling my character with a soul vessel to make him a quality build. Okay. Yep. And uh, that's pretty cool. I didn't expect that to be as fun as it was. Um, and I also, I updated, I, I uh, dual wielded and power stanced to uh, two long swords as well. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And yeah. so I had like, I had like a lance and then these two long swords and like I was doing crazy damage. <laughs> like that yeah. is, that is such a weird path to take through the game. Power stancing is so fun. Mm-hmm. Like in that game, I, I love power stancing. I wanted to get, uh, be able to power stance two lances. Mm-hmm. And see what that was like, but the lance I was using had really insane requirements. Yeah, like it's so the, it's the decks that gets you. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, so you get through here. Um, you fight the guardian dragon again. None of these bosses have changed, right. so it seems kind of anticlimactic. <laughs> um, the dragon's area now has the shortcut open from the beginning. <laughs> like, yeah. so if you if you want to not disturb these things, which like if Aldia could potentially be going back and forth between the dragon shrine mm-hmm. and the airy. Um, to confer with the guardian or the ancient dragon or what have you, how, whatever reason he might have had to transport transport between these things. It makes sense that he's not going to want to roll through a bunch of dragon eggs <laughs> every time he does it, yeah. you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah, like the, the, the shortcut is open almost by necessity because there's that statue there. Yeah. So if you want to go into here and just get all the treasure and upgrade materials, you have to actually, you know, it's an optional area now, more or less. Mm-hmm. You have to use a fragrant branch. Yeah. Uh, but also they open up the ability to walk through it backwards, which was how I did yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Which that like, that's a mirror course in Mario Kart. Like it makes you think about the space in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Again, they're doing a lot with a little, mm-hmm. you know, as far as uh, changing this. There's also just a few n- new enemies here, a couple of different configurations of those exploding guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then those, uh, those priests that shoot the, uh, the homing missiles, not the ones <laughs> from Shrine of Armana, but the one from Dragon Shrine. Yeah. Those are around now. I think that's the only place they show up now, actually. Yeah. Yep. Which I like and the I, idea I of these priests in... like, actively guarding the, uh, the, 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 the hatchlings. 
Yeah, me too. Um, and then I didn't get this uh, NPC invasion you have in the notes. Hmm. Yeah, Fencer Sharon. Um, it's uh, it's it's kind of like in the last or the first third. Man, <laughs> the fact that this is now uh, time is a flat circle. No, it's uh, it's it's uh, roughly towards the end if you're running through it backwards. Mm-hmm. And uh, she makes use of the uh, of the of the bridges in a very frustrating way. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah I don't know what I did to avoid her, but I yeah. just never hit trigger. Hmm. Um, the dragon shrine is also very different. Yeah. The uh, so, so the, 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 this has a concept now. Yeah, and it, it is this idea of um, it's similar to Hades, right? So like you you show up and the uh, uh, there are all these dragon knights. And there, you know, there it is a place of honor, um, but they want you to fight their their giants um, here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you fight them, great. But if you try to run past anybody who's aggroed, you'll aggro <laughs> the entire compound. Yep. <laughs> so so you have to make sure that you take it real slow and you don't try and speed run this. So like this is this this is I think the first time like any of the games has has uh, discouraged you from playing football souls. And yeah. in, in as direct and as uh, as on the nose of a way. Yeah, it's very hard to rush through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've both times I've gone through this, I have aggroed the enemies, but only partway through. Hmm. Um, they bow to you if you don't uh, aggro them, which I really like. Yeah. Um, but the other thing that will aggro them is summoning mm-hmm. for it. And there's a summon who's there, uh, who I summon to fight, help me fight the uh, the giant with the. Um, Who's still kind of, still bullshit? Like the giant yeah. with the hammer who has unlimited stamina. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy sucks. So yeah. I, I summoned to help fight him because I and also I wanted to see all the summons and that aggro's everybody. Yeah. Um, so when you get to the stairs <laughs> at the end, um, it's literally here's a dozen guys running down the stairs right at me, <laughs> and it became this um, whatever that um, that the bridge from three hundred, right? <laughs> like all you can do to fight these guys is they have to squeeze through this door. Mm-hmm. And it like worked like it was a really cool like I held off, you know, 12 of these dragon knights because they couldn't all come at me at once. <laughs> you know, like I just used that against them. And that was another thing that like I don't know if that's intended because you can get past them without them aggroing. But uh, I felt really cool about that, too. I was like, oh, I haven't done this in a Souls game. Like <laughs> I have to use the geography, like use a choke point in a way that's very literal and very vital. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. If you don't end up aggroing the people who are on that uh, on that stairway, um, the gold ones on the on the side, they 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 bow to you as you walk as you walk through, which is like just straight up something out of a out of a black velvet painting of a fantasy scene. Right. Um, But they will aggro if you skip the one um, the the the, the one night who is aggressive. So they're just the uh, you remember in the original, there were those ones who were just uh, kind of like gray. Yeah. Up, to, up toward the top and they just have like a different move set um but uh but yeah like that that's the only one who fights you if you run past them all of them will aggro whereas if you just yeah. kill this one guy the challenger um then uh then you can just proceed to the uh to the dragon and have your conversation with them yeah they just want you to you know to fight on on their terms and, yeah. and have honor yeah. yeah so like honor is the is is the key word for this like this is a place of honor they're going to welcome your presence and in fact they're going to roll out the welcome mat in a way you haven't seen before but only if you kind of match their terms yeah which is super cool yeah. like i like that a lot um so you get the ashen mist um the giant memories are a little bit different too uh mostly just in the fact that there are some more so vendrix forces have kind of a wider variety mm-hmm. and there are more of them fighting the giants like in the past, whenever you just kind of, if you just sat down and watched people fight, mm-hmm. um, the giants would almost exclusively win. Mm-hmm. Like one of those dual wielding club giants would come and just 
start stomping Vendrick's forces. <laughs> and now it's more of an even fight because he has some turtle knights on his side as well. Yeah. And this feels like a consequence of them being able to put more enemies on the screen. Yep. Yeah. And yep. so it definitely makes it feel like a battle again. Yeah. You know, whereas before it felt like it felt like the drags, it felt like the aftermath. Yep. Um, and then you just kind of go through the ending, which is which is unchanged. If we hadn't already talked about the, the Aldia fight, mm-hmm. this would be a good place to talk about that. Um, it is. Uh, I went through and, and took a bunch of people with me because, again, I just wanted to see all the NPC summons. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can summon like a full host with you um, for these final fights. But I will say as a pro tip to anybody out there, uh, Aldia is harder the more people you bring with you. <laughs> it's like Fume Knight, like the the HP buff that he gets. Um, makes him harder than he would be if you just kind of learned the patterns and figured him yeah. out. Yeah, and like 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 his pattern doesn't reward uh, having a whole bunch of people there because of his teleportation. Everybody and, yeah. will be rushing toward him and kind of taking their hits as you go, as opposed and to getting yeah getting in there in his way and stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, it's nice to have him have other targets, mm-hmm. um, but you can't attack him when that's happening anyway because yeah. he has the fire up around him. You know, it's a boss fight that's about limiting your access. Yeah. And yeah. he's already just cra- like crazy HP sponge um, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the original version anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we mentioned in the last episode, um, the DLCs are actually unchanged, uh, but the ways you get there yeah. are changed. We, we talked about where you get the keys, but we we'll go over them again just in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> yep. So to get to the, uh, the Crown of the Sunken King, you have to uh, get into kind of the secret area, uh, not where Havel's set is, but uh, kind of up in the pit. Uh, to get the uh, to to get the dragon's fang, which will unlock that uh, that that, that yeah. particular door, and that yeah that door um, you need to get the ancient key first, which is down where the giants are yeah. under the black gulch. Um, the ivory king, the path there is uh, through the shrine of winter is in Drang Lake, and you'll mm-hmm. run into it. It's the only key for these that's right on the critical path. Yeah, um, which is interesting because the ivory king is arguably the hardest of the DLCs, <laughs> but you have you know they give you you have to get unlock that DLC. Yeah. Um, or you'll definitely see it. <laughs> and then um, the, uh, the 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 iron key uh, is, uh, I believe that it's in the uh, like the statue at the beginning of iron or at the beginning of the iron keep where you have to. Mm. Uh, no, no, no. That's the one that lets you into the basement. Of, oh uh, the yeah, that is, yeah, giant, which there. is down there is where where the, the salamanders <laughs> are is where the key is to the DLC. Yeah, which I still think are the hardest enemies in the game. <laughs> so um, so what's really cool about this and just the, the the way that they get this, you know, it it would be a little, you know, it would be a little like trying to learn the like the not the pendant trick, uh, but uh, you know, go going and killing that golden uh, that golden golem, getting to the Arturius of the of the abyss DLC feels like a Simon's Quest trick. Um, mm-hmm. It would be frustrating if you bought the DLC or a little frustrating if you bought the DLC and you had to go look for these keys. Um, as it stood in the original DX9 version, you just you know got the keys when you when you fired this up. As it stands, for most of these, you're going to um, go through the areas that uh, uh, you're going to go through the areas that contain these portals as the terminus. You know your Black Gulch and your Iron Keep and and your Shrine of Winter, and then proceed past them and do this extra stuff. You, you know you're going to see these and then kind of go do the extra to get the key to that 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 lets you open them up. As opposed mm-hmm. to it being the other way around, where you just grab these and have to you know know that you have to like see it. So if you do not know what these portals do, it serves as this awesome mystery, and it actually underlines that this is going to be late to end game content because most of those most of those places are incredibly difficult to get to. The uh, the the Shrine of Winter one aside, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm really looking. You know, I, I really really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because it it, it control it adds control to this thing that didn't have control. Um, and it adds a th- like the, the keys are not placed haphazardly. Yeah. Like the placements all make sense, <laughs> um, as being where these Kings may be made 
you know, egress into the the actual world <laughs> of uh of main Dragon Lake. Um, and that's really that's really it. Um, the other thing is, I mean, obviously, um, I talked about it in the last one, but the Ivory King fo- boss fight brings seven people, and that's incredible. <laughs> um, and I imagine it also feels really good to like bring four people with you to fight uh, Sin. And yes, stuff. I bet you that's cool. Um, Elana is a lot easier now with, uh, yeah. with more people. Yeah, I believe that. Um, and that's it. Like, I think that, that's it. We ended up uh, misjudging the episode split. Like, it made sense to go through Drink Lake, mm-hmm. um, but this episode is way shorter. Yeah. Than the, than the other one. Whoops. Sorry, uh, guys. <laughs> no, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I don't think it's a big deal. Um, yeah. So, yeah. What uh, what uh, what are your wrap-up thoughts? Cool. Yeah. So, I expected to come to the Scholar uh, remake and kind of really kind of dive in and get a new sense for what the macro story of Dark Souls 2 was. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the case. Like if you are just seeing the new DLC, you're actually seeing Aldia and uh, and, and the Scholar and getting that dialogue that does cast things in, in, in a different light. It doesn't draw everything together, you know, like you would want it to, right? The pieces are still really far apart and there's a little bit more mortar in between them to kind of like make it. But the but but this is still a collection of short stories, right? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, the, the the more I think about it, that is a strength of the game. Um, and it's not as kind of satisfying as the crazy, delicate and, and intricate tapestry of Dark Souls 1. Mm-hmm. But, you know, things can be strong in a different way. And what the Scholar remake did, at least in terms of lore, you know, with the placement and the and the uh, item stuff, um, is make each of those short stories make more sense on their own and reduced the number of confusing connections that just added noise over top of the signal. That that's yeah, that's absolutely what it is. It's like it doesn't it doesn't it's not it's like not as much of an additive remake. Mm-hmm. It is a you know, pasting over a week. Yeah, it's corrective. In a way that like I, I sound like a broken record. <laughs> I keep saying that is that like people complain about that. It's a strength of the medium though. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that we can actually fix things, it doesn't suck that like, oh man, day one patch. <laughs> like, no, that's that's great. Like can you imagine if if uh, you know you saw a movie and the movie sucked? Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, oh, shit, like, I want to listen to the people who who are fans of this and think it's bad <laughs> um, and actually listen to feedback and change it. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and not without not just like bowing to it's no censorship. Like they're not <laughs> bowing to the, you know, yeah. the customer is always right. But they're <laughs> like they're people too. And they don't know exactly how something's going to play out until it's out in as many hands to kind of test it. And, and you know? knowing what we know now from the translation of the of the Design Works book. Um, no, knowing just how crazy troubled the development process was, like they got to make the DLCs on their own terms. That is why they are as strong as they were. They didn't have to stop halfway through and then just kind of repurpose and try and like gather together as many assets as they could. And so the fact that after they finished up that DLC and thought, yeah, we actually learned a lot, a lot of lessons from doing that. What what can we do to actually bring a little bit of this design and ethos back to the main the main portion of the game? Like that is admirable, I think. Without yeah, and also it's a really amazing, amazing. It's a really <laughs> amazing uh, feat of economy because, like as we mentioned, like they couldn't get voice actors back in to record. They you know were very limited in what they could do as far as new assets. Mm-hmm. Just how can we reshuffle things mm-hmm. to make them make them work? 
and that really impresses me too. Mm-hmm. Um, so they yeah. they couldn't make Dark Souls two, Dark Souls one with an HD remake, you know? No, like that's no. that's out of scope, and that's a little bit crazy. And you know, like going into it, you know, maybe we have. I know that I personally had like maybe maybe higher hopes, but mm-hmm. I you know in the intervening time, I've learned to kind of accept it for what it is and see you know the 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 the, the strength of what's there on the page. What's really interesting too, and this is gonna people you know who who think that I am I do all I do is blood bash bloodborne as if I don't really <laughs> love it because I do but bloodborne I think you could make the argument that bloodborne went so far in the other direction and that like bloodborne's story is almost as different is as different from dark souls story as dark souls 2 story is mm-hmm. as different from dark souls story like bloodborne is the most direct of the games in the series mm-hmm. the story in bloodborne is not nearly as up for interpretation you know, as these things are. So whereas it felt like a swing back and too far in the other direction, not a way I dislike, like I actually like that, but it is, it is, you never hear that. Like nobody ever says like, Oh, like I wish bloodborne had more unanswered questions, you know, because the, like the, the fact of the matter is it doesn't have very many unanswered questions. Whereas dark souls one still had those, those airs of mystery Mm -hmm. to them, you know, and bloodborne does have some unanswered questions, but not nearly as many as dark souls one. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, they're on a spectrum. You know, and I, I think that if, uh, if 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 you can accept Dark Souls two as a series of short stories, and if you actually like the play, which I do, mm-hmm. um, it that's that's what makes it stand up. Yeah, you know, and like those are Scholar the, those are just makes the play better. <laughs> yeah, Scholar makes the play better and makes the the short stories read better. Um, it's like cutting the ads out of a magazine. <laughs> You know, like it, it just like, it makes it read better and makes it work better. I'm really glad like we spent as much time with it as we did. And mm-hmm. uh, it was a joy to go back to. Like it didn't feel it felt liberating to to do it, like to mm-hmm. have the the freedom and stuff, like all the things that I missed from Bloodborne were there, which mm-hmm. was really nice. And and that being said, like I'm really looking forward to getting back to playing Bloodborne Me as well. Too. We're yeah. covering like my favorite area in the game. Like I love Bloodborne. I just don't like it is just, the, you know, my resistance to Aaron and hyperbole. Mm-hmm. Like it's not my favorite thing. Yeah. So, yeah, love it. It's real good. And I'm envious of people who only get to play that version. Me too. too. Like if you just get to um, our friend uh, or my friend Will Hughes is like the hypothetical. We were talking about what is it like if you've only played Scholar? <laughs> He's only played Scholar. Hmm. Um, and uh, it was fun to talk to him about it. Nice. And see what the experience was like. And it stood up for him as well. It's his it's his favorite entry in the series out of the ones he's played. Huh. So, man, I, so, so, so the, that divide people who are coming to scholar first. So for that, for that four month period where I hadn't played scholar, I could not dark soul Sherpa somebody through dark souls too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would be useless. Like you would just be like, Oh yeah, no, he's is no problem. And like, <laughs> well actually, yeah, you no, know, it's actually very hard. Like, yeah, you would be, you'd be useless. And that's like that, that cuts to the, the core of uh like my feelings of confidence about, <laughs> about this stuff. Yeah. You know, like I, I do have that, like you do have that little bit of pride of like, oh, I know this game really well. I can help you with this. <laughs> yep. So. Huh. Yeah. You know. Cool. Yep. yep. I'd encourage people to play it. Like if you feel like it's too soon, you're like, oh man, I just played it. Like give yourself as much time as you need. Um, but yeah. I, I think that if you have any affection for Dark Souls 2, like maybe playing Scholar is going to make you feel about Dark Souls 2 as a whole as you felt about Dark Souls 2 in the first leg of it. Yeah. Before you knew the size and shape of it and kind of saw where it came up short. And uh, take that opportunity to try a really different build. Oh, yeah. Like do, do some fun stuff you can't do in, in Bloodborne, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the thing. Like fuck around with some pyromancies. <laughs> Shit. 
treat yourself. <laughs> um, what what are we doing uh, next time, Cole? Well, next time we have uh, we have an appendix with uh, with some uh, responses about uh, about Scholar of the First Sin. There isn't going to mm-hmm. be any Bloodborne content in that because that's not how we roll. But um, the next area of Bloodborne that we're going to get to is Forsaken Castle Canehurst. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited because I love that area. Me too. Who are we be, who are we being joined by, Gary? Oh no, um, I have somebody I just not confirmed. Okay. I don't want to say it. yeah. But I, I'll announce it on Slack and on Facebook once it's confirmed. Cool. So yeah, um, yeah. What's the Slack thing you keep talking about? Well, uh, it's a <laughs> chat room. The, uh, <laughs> if you if you go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash TV and give us two bucks a month, which is a pittance. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can afford, and I'm not making fun of anybody who can't afford that. I'm just yeah. saying it's it's a very modest amount of money by most standards. If you give us two bucks a month, you get access to the Slack channel, which is a chat room uh, where people post awesome shit. <laughs> and talk about cool stuff related to the shows and related to games. Um, weirdly enough, it's a place for anime chat. <laughs> and uh, the, the, uh, so you can go there and uh, and we're there mm-hmm. and the other hosts are there. Um, Jala is like super active. Mm-hmm. Dennis uh, is active. Yeah. Um, so you can talk to everybody there and uh, yeah, just join, um, be more engaged in the community mm-hmm. and at the same time supporting us. Yeah. And helping us do cool shit. Definitely. Um, it, it is it is a great place. Um, we want it to be like a safe place, you know, where people can kind of be cool. Uh, so keep that in mind that, uh, uh, that, that, that that is a priority for us. If you ever feel like, hey, that wasn't too great and you don't feel like uh, uh, kind of dealing with that, let us know and we'll figure out a way to do it. But uh, uh, the, the, that safety is first and foremost in our mind. And luckily it hasn't come up yet. Exactly. So we're not now we're not so naive to think it will never come up. But mm-hmm. luckily, you know, luckily right now it is a small enough community and a good enough community to not have that be a problem. Right. Um, if you like the show, other than supporting us on Patreon, um, you can also rate and review the show on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had, you know, had a very nice review recently mm. uh, on there. Um, one for the show, and then one for Watch Out for Fireballs. Which uh, the Watch Out for Fireballs one, uh, the guy who was a coal miner, and like works thirteen <laughs> hour shifts as a, as a coal in a coal mine. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, that's you know, that's I like that we can make that because that sounds hard and, and miserable to me. Yeah, I'm not trying. I'm not throwing stones. It just sounds like, boy, that sounds like. Sounds I'm not like very, cut out for that kind of job. It sounds like very, very difficult demanding. work that somebody has to do. Yeah, very difficult. You know, so if we can make that better, that's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can head on over to iTunes and, and leave us a rating and review. Mm-hmm. That helps us out a lot. Um, join us on Facebook, which we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I uh, mentioned during that last episode, I'm running a Kickstarter for a Dark Souls related book. Um, it is called Souls of Darkness. It is a parody Worlds of Power book based as if Dark Souls was a Nintendo game. <laughs> um, so, and I'm trying to really, all the stretch goals that are coming up and ephemera and everything really are leaning into that second half. Mm-hmm. So if you wish that there was 90s style marketing as applied to Dark Souls, um, <laughs> I got you covered. Like we're, me and uh, Nick Daniel from Latchkey Kingdom are working to make that a thing. Yeah. So. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, you, you can find a quick link to that at duckv.tv slash souls of darkness. And I really encourage you to, uh, to help make that a reality because I want my copy of it. Damn it. You look good on yourself <laughs> on yourself. Uh, and on um, myself, I'm going to make it into a yeah. shirt, Gary. <laughs> yeah. Make armor. If you collect 10 of them, you can craft them into an armor. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, I think that's probably about it. Just about. Thank you so much for kind of going back in time with us to uh, to talk about Dark Souls 2. This might be the last time we address Dark Souls 2 uh, directly, unless there's something uh, crazy that happens. Uh, never say never. Uh, but uh, it has been fun talking about this game with you, and uh, uh, let us keep looking forward to the future. Mm-hmm. Umbasa. Umbasa. And we all pray that we will have far more soon 